Welcome to the Checking In podcast from the Great Lakes MHTTC, a series discussing topics related to health equity and the destigmatization of substance use disorder and mental illness. Welcome, Gabriela. Thank you very much for taking your time and having this conversation with us today. Um, we want to learn more about what do you do and also more about the self-care practices that you consider are that are really important for trauma therapists. And we have a few questions for you today. And the first one is, what do you consider to be the most important aspect of your work as a trauma therapist? I think the, so first I want to say thank you so much for having me today. I'm so glad to be in conversation with you and to just offer some thoughts on things that have helped me through the years. Um, it's such an honor to be here with you today. Um, so the most important thing for a trauma therapist, I think, is to have um, a, a really healthy and deep connection with yourself. I think that when we can really know ourselves, be aware of ourselves, um, honor ourselves, and be really in that deep connection with ourselves, the people really need that because when we create space and share space with people, people, what they really feel from us is our presence. And so, um, in some of the different hats I wear, one of the hats is I have the opportunity to support new clinicians. And I, I think all the work we do in one way or another is trauma work. Mm -hmm. And so in supporting new clinicians, one of the things I always say is, you know, in our studies, it's really easy to get really up in our heads and, and think, always be thinking and thinking and thinking and discussing. And what we're going to focus on is really developing our presence how we are in relationship with ourselves and with others, because I think that that is really at the end of the day, what is most healing. Amazing. Yeah. I think that um, being present, it, the, the client is going to kind of feel that we are present throughout the, the session. And what are your top three self-care practices that you can share with us today? Yes. So for me, the things that have been, so different things have been helpful at different parts of my life, just depending on, you know, my experience and where I'm at and what I have access to. But the things that I would say these days um, are really most important for me um, are things that help ground me in myself and in my here and now. And so the things that really help ground me in my here and now are um, things like really even just how I sit in my chair, like really allowing the chair to hold me and sustain me and, you know, noticing where I am holding any tension in my body and being able to really breathe through that and allowing myself to really release that tension and be able to, to, sit within my body in a way that I'm allowing myself to be held right mm -hmm. um so that's that's one thing kind of just like daily a little thing um 
Another thing that's a really important part of my grounding is um, being in connection with the elements and with the earth. And so for me, that means being able to take walks outside, get out into what I have around me in the outdoors. I live in an area where there's lots of woods. So as much as possible, being able to get out into the woods, being able to um, breathe fresh air. I love um, I love gardening, even though I am so afraid of insects. Insects really <laughs> freak me out. I'm not I'm not in touch with that part of nature. Oh no! But, <laughs> but it's so okay, yeah, right? Like I've I've embraced my um, imperfectness, <laughs> but. Um, but getting my hands on the soil and whether it's taking care of my plants inside my home or gardening, just um, being really in connection with the mm. earth and the elements. Um, and then, you know, another part of my self-care is really relates to my spirituality. And so for me, understanding um, and and thinking about and, and reflecting on my connection with ancestors, including future ancestors. And that really helps me stay present in the healing work that I'm doing, both for myself, with others, and knowing that that healing in the here and now has ripple effects across generations. And so kind of staying connected to that and clear in that um, as I do work, that can be really hard. Mm -hmm. Thank you for, for sharing those three um, self-care practices. I love it. Grounding, connecting with nature, and also spirituality. So it's really, really important. And I think also part of the culture of being a Latina is also the spirituality has a huge part in our lives. Thank you. And um, I know that sometimes when we are doing this work, there is some things that make it more challenging to continue to focus on self-care. So are there like any challenges that you face as a trauma therapist in Illinois that gets in the way of you taking care of yourself? You know, I often like to, to say and think to myself that, People know how to take care of themselves when they have the time and the resources to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And so something that I really focused on is how do I really build self-care and community care into my daily reality? So it doesn't become this thing that's like an afterthought or gets tacked on at the end of an already really long day, um, especially for, you know, for those who I, I know many of us have res many responsibilities outside of work. So it's not like we just stop work and then um, don't have a million other things that we need to do and people to, to care for. So I've really um, something that's helped me in a dress the challenges was really when I stopped thinking about self-care as this thing that like I add into my schedule at the end of the day or something like that and started thinking about how do I 
build self-care so that I can't even like move forward in my day without tripping over some self-care, just making it like a part of everything I do. So I realized I started telling you the solution before I told, uh, before I answered your question about the challenge and that's on me and my like always pursuit of, yes, there's challenges, but what's the solution, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But the challenges are often, I find just like running from thing to thing, the -hmm. lack of time, and then having structures that are built around um, like those tangibles, like funders and funding and answering the phone and right like and answering the million emails right like when we structure our day around those kinds of concerns not that they're not important but we don't structure our day around what the humans doing this work actually need and feel um that's where the challenges come up i think and so Um, so as long as I was thinking about self-care as something that like, you know, oh, I'll get to it someday. I don't have time for that now. Then like, no, I wouldn't get to it. And once Mm -hmm. I started thinking about that self-care is actually, it has to be baked into how we do the work in order to make it actually accessible. Okay, great. And which sometimes we want to start practicing a new self-care skill or, um technique or something that we are hearing or listening so if you can think about which self-care practices practice you would like to start practicing or start doing which one pop-ups to your mind yeah you know um I I have definitely shared that experience of like where I think a lot of us have shared where we've tried something and we Mm -hmm. liked it but it didn't really become like our new routine. Um, And so when I think about the self-care things I'd like to try, I think about things that like I did for a while and were wonderful, but I've like fallen out of doing them. And so I want to get back to doing them. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that um, pops up to mind immediately is dancing. So Mm -hmm. dancing is the time, one of the times that, I feel the happiest. I feel so connected. Um, And as someone who, like, I'm not someone who's really going to remember to exercise. Like, Mm -hmm. exercise can sometimes seem like a punishment or something. Like, it's not something that I'm going to be like, I love exercising. I want to exercise. No, that's not me. So, um, but knowing that dance is good for me, body, heart, and soul, right? That Mm -hmm. I'll um, have some of that kind of like those physical benefits because they are important. Um, But then also while having just a really um, fun, beautiful time in my heart and spirit as well. Mm -hmm. And for a while I was dancing, um, actually salsa, merengue, bachata, every Monday night with my partner. And then it was like, life got busy and it was like, oh, we're tired, right? (laughs) Um, But like getting back to that, that was really great when we were doing that. Um, And then, you know, with the pandemic, there's so many things I used to do that I haven't gotten back to doing yet. I used to um, do a lot of acupuncture and then, um, yeah, just like haven't really gotten back into that routine yet. So thank you for asking that question because there's like a (laughs) lot of things coming to mind that I'm like, oh, I used to do that. 
Yeah. And you bringing it up, it also makes me um, think about starting to dance too, because that's something that I enjoy, right? It's, it is fun. It is, you can feel free and you don't see it as an exercise. So thank you for sharing about dancing. I will, I'm going to put that on my list too. <laughs> And um, we have one last question is, do you have any self-care advice or tips um, for other trauma therapists that you can maybe share with them? Yeah, you know, I think that one, so one thing I'll say is that there are a lot of things that get talked about as self-care that sometimes we feel like we should do them mm-hmm. or that they're, if we're not doing them, that somehow we're not engaging in self-care. and so. Something I'll say is that self-care, you know, it shouldn't feel like a source of shame or that it's something that we're like another thing we're failing to do that really find what helps you feel joy, what helps you feel connection, and then find ways to to gravit to naturally gravitate towards that and and make tiny spaces in your life. It doesn't have to be like every day I go to the gym for an hour, right? Or like every day I meditate in the morning for 40 minutes. Like it doesn't, like it's great to have those routines if you have them, but if you don't, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of different ways to engage in your self-care. And so find what works for you. Try lots of different things if you haven't found what works for you yet and, um, and see what works. There are some things that the more you do them, the more benefit you have, like mindfulness and meditation can be very challenging and at first mm-hmm. and can have a lot of great benefits. But at the same time, if that's not for you, that's okay, right? There is no one size fits all. And really, this is just part of exploration and play and find ways to, to build it in your day so that you don't have to even think about it that much it just becomes part of your routine Mm -hmm. thank you for that and um that brings me up the the thought about that we need to be compassionate to ourselves compassionate to ourselves sometimes we think like we need to be perfect i need to do this this way and if i do i don't do it that way it's not worth it or it's not okay so it's kind of like to have that flexibility and also compassion to ourselves Thank you. Thank you very much, Gabriela, for sharing your thought, for sharing about your self-care routine and practices. I think this is going to help our audience to also think about um, practices that they can start doing and also um, thinking about the ones that they already doing. So thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. The Checking In Podcast is produced by the Great Lakes Mental Health Technology Transfer Center with funding from cooperative agreements with SAMHSA. We encourage you to connect with the Great Lakes ATTC, MHTTC, and PTTC on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube to discover many more free products and resources just like this.